Welcome to AC Presents. I'm Alex. And I'm Jared. And it's just the two of us today, Jared. It's a small world. Yep. Uh, Adrian, it's his week off. Laura is out of the country with her brother and sister-in-law and niece and gallivanting around Europe. Oh, uh, sounds like fun. Uh, I say gallivanting. They just went to technically two countries, but one was a layover in Istanbul oh. on the way to the to the destination. But that's not here or there. Uh, but yeah, it's just the two of us, um, but we're still here. We're still doing it because stuff came out this week and uh, we can talk about things. It was a big Star Wars week. It was a big comic book week in general. Yeah, it really was. Like, I was looking at my stuff to read yesterday. I was like, okay, you know, normally I read it Tuesdays. I, I've been trying to read them Tuesday before I leave work so I can just come home and do whatever. Mm-hmm. I It was a busy day with uh, shipping stuff, so I was doing that extra. And then I looked, I was like, crap. Of course, Mark would have me pack stuff the week. I have 10 <laughs> books to read tonight. Dang it. Uh, so last night was a busy night. And yeah, I'd take care of the cats and the dog and clean up a little bit before you got here. So it's not a complete mess. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, eventually Laura listened to this and she'll yell at me if I don't say that I cleaned. So I'll take care of that. It was spotless, Laura. There we go. Way to lie for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a lot of books to read last night. I didn't get to play the video games. It made me sad, but it made me happy because again, there were a lot of books to read and a lot of them were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll yep. do that next segment. Our first segment we normally do, if you're new to the podcast, we normally do a theme for each week. Um, this week is going to be a little weird. We're going to do TV shows that are going on that are comic book adjacent, uh, because there's been a lot of stuff going on and neither of us could think of a topic to talk about this week. So I want to say this is our tribute episode to a friend of ours, uh, the Fandomodious podcast. Uh, if you're looking for more podcasts of nerd stuff, listen to Fandomodious. Eventually, we'll get a commercial for them on the podcast here. And they pr- they promote our stuff all the time. Yeah. So Adam's I'm, a good guy. I'm more than happy to help promote their stuff, too. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about first things first. Um, spoiler alert for any and all TV shows that are going on-ish right now. Uh, specifically, Obi-Wan... Ms. Marvel and the boys. I know we talked about those briefly yeah, before. Let's talk about touch those. on the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's. I mean, it's kind it's, of, it's yeah. kind of in the past right now until the new season we'll, comes out. We'll but, reference it. Yeah. But first thing, Obi-Wan on Disney plus six episodes. The series is done unless they do a second season. I don't know. What's your quick take on it? Um, I thought, and, and you had pointed this out at the very beginning. I'm like, I a hundred percent agree with it. There's no drama in it. There's because no stakes in it. There's no stakes. You know, all of the characters are going to be there to all be the, in all the main four. characters. All the main characters of Obi Wan, Luke, yeah. Leia, the new Inquisitor Reva. You didn't know what was going to happen to her, but it could have gone either way. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah. But um, I really liked it. It didn't add anything, but it filled a gap. Yes, I guess. And one thing I was talking to other people about this before is, yes, on top of the there's no stakes in it, uh, all media, TV, movie, whatever, is to drive sales. Yes. Uh, and usually they drive sales with merchandise. Name me some merchandise they can make out of this show. Maybe the Inquisitors. The, um, Leia's robot. Um, okay, Lola. Lola, thank you. I can see Lola being a toy. Yeah, All right. I can see that one being a toy. Um, maybe the a toy of the Reva's lightsaber, but that's kind of a that's, generic Inquisitor right. lightsaber. The so dual bladed with that spins. There's maybe the loader droid. The loader droid, maybe some action figures of the newer characters that haven't been here. But like, I haven't seen any anything like. Mandalorian had the Mandalorian, Grogu, yeah. the Razorcrest. Grogu was a huge right. merchandising piece. No one's going to be, to my best guess, no one's going to be running around, hey, I need a, a young Leia doll. Um, Maybe some Halloween costumes with Leia's costume for their kids. That maybe. Could be, but that's not a huge marketable. But when you have that option or the... A new Hope Princess Leia yeah. with the buns on the side of the head. Yeah. Which one are you going to go with? Most, most You're people gonna go... are going to put the buns on the kids' head. Right. Yeah. So, like, for me, this series, like, okay, merchandise was not the point of the story. Not at all. So, what else was the driving factor for the story? Well, we got to fill the gap a little bit of yeah. Obi-Wan. My feelings about this are there's rumors that Obi-Wan is originally going to be a three-movie series. A movie series. Mm-hmm. Uh 
But the reason why it got turned into a Disney Plus show is because Han Solo, a Star Wars story, did so reportedly terrible. Like, okay, we need to scrap that and we're going to yeah. change this, make this a, a TV series instead. I I don't know. Like, It could be leading into, because they kind of left in a couple pieces like um, Quinlan Voss, one of the Jedis who appeared in... Um, the Phantom Menace in the background, yeah, and he's a big comic character and novels, and he was on the Clone Wars show, but he's never been portrayed outside of that too much. That could be maybe they're going to do some merchandising with those spinoff areas wherever he's going to show up. Um, I think in one of the novelizations, he was it him. He may have married Asajj Ventress or something like that. I don't remember for sure. Of the four of us that do this podcast, I was thinking earlier. Adrian definitely knows the most. Yeah. You know the next most. Yeah. Then me, then Laura. Yep. Uh, and I might unfortunately, be able to hit... Uh, unfortunately, Adrian's not here. <laughs> yeah. I might be able to hit up Adrian every now and then. And right. But I'm saying for overall knowledge... overall, he knows more. He usually knows more. But uh, I think uh, in that, Asajj Ventress was killed off in the novel, which I don't know if it's canon or not. And yeah. I'm not sure if it was Quinlan Voss, because... I Honestly, at this point, and that was it. at this point, I want Disney to say, "Okay, we know we said we're in, you know, cleanup continuity when we took over, but screw that. Let's just make yeah. money. Let's let's do the old Star Wars faction, the old Star Wars ways of we'll just license out everything and make money however we can. Who cares if it contradicts? There we go. Let's go with that because I don't know. I mean, we've talked about comic books before to tie this in, where con- continuous stories those are good and all." But there's not where the money's at. The money's at the, you know, its own universe sort of thing. Deceased, Marvel Zombies, uh, White Knight, um, any of the Black Label stuff or uh, DC. It's just that's where the money's at. Yes. Because you can do do whatever with your toy. You can play with your toys however you want. Yep. And you don't have to worry about, okay, well, I play with my toys this way. Hey, when you play with your toy, make sure you do that same way too. No, no. Kids are going to be kids. They're going to play their toys however they want. Right. So it, it translates better for stories to do that too. Right. So yep. I want Disney to say, okay, you know what? If it's, we may reference each other, we may not, who cares? Yeah. We'll just make, we'll just make content that will say, this will be, you know, all Star Wars stuff, but there are different variations amongst the yeah. two. Because if they do that, then if I know people, a lot of people are upset with the sequel trilogy. All right, fine. Maybe that's not continuity anymore. Or it doesn't it matter. It's yeah. its own. That's continuity A of Star yeah. Wars. Now, if we do continuity B of Star Wars that takes place after, you know, Return of the Jedi, we can go that right. route also. Yep. Um, I do think they are making the sequels a little bit more digestible for some fans. Because I know some of the complaints, like one of them was during uh, the Rise of Skywalker when they're on the ruins of the Death Star and they're doing their lightsaber duel and they're using the force to block each other's lightsabers. I know some people were complaining about that, but then we saw that bunch of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Vader, Vader was doing it all it. the time. So basically Disney's like, okay, if they say see Vader doing it, they'll accept this a little bit more, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. if Vader can push, pull, whatever, why not do the same with a, a lightsaber? Right. Now it's different than Kylo Ren holding a blaster bolt, which still looked really cool. By the way, I thought that was awesome when I first saw it. I'm like, Whoa, made, you know, to me, then, to me, it made sense. Like, yeah. why not? The right. You are putting an opposite force on a different, like, right. You, for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. Well, he's that's right. going a direction. Well, I'm going to do a negative a direction to hold it still. Yeah, I'm not holding it necessarily. I'm pushing against it. Right, and, and then I let go. It, it continues. Flying, right, you know. Or once it releases, then I'll push it the other direction, make it blast again. Yeah. However, it's yeah. like oh, you're holding it. Well, technically, no. <laughs> I'm pushing against it. Right. Is what I'm doing. Right. So I think they're making it a little bit more digestible. And some people had a problem with Ray being able to hold on to that ship. Well, now Vader, you just saw Vader do it on screen. Granted, there's been concepts of that in video games and stuff like that. Where the Force Unleashed did it first. Yeah. And they did the, it the best. They did. When you pulled on a star, a, a full Star Destroyer, right. come on. Yeah, that was just awesome. Right. But, you know, it was, they're making those more digestible, I think, which I don't think they have to do, but I think they're still doing it. And there's these Force Powers you know, we haven't seen on screen before, so they're like, okay, Vader knows them all. Right. Cool. Well, yeah. and, I, and I know people are complaining already, like, well, but, you know, they're contradictory, there's plot holes, whatever, like, I'm sorry, have you never read anything Star Wars before? Right. There's always been continuity issues. Yeah. Like, yep. ultimately, 
Is it a cool story? Now, there are some things like, oh, this is kind of annoying. Some things that are not. Like, my biggest I my biggest problem with Obi-Wan was the whole time I was watching, it's like, why am I watching this? What what do I care about? There's no stakes. There's no... Now, I still say the internet would have been on fire and I would have loved it if they would have killed them off and say, all right, well, the, what you see in the original movies, those are actually clones. Oh, that, that would have been amazing. Been. Oh, man. The, the internet would have been super angry. Yeah. But it would have been amazing, though. Yeah, it would be fun to just sit because, back, pull up Twitter, and watch. I mean, at that point, you could do, okay, no matter what we do, anybody can die at any given time. Yep. It may not be who you think it is, and that's just the way it is. Yep. That would have been amazing. Right. So I'm mean, here's, here's the hoping. I'm putting it out on the uh, podcast verse, like, hey, guys, kill off some main characters and make clones of them, because why not? Why not? I mean, we've already yep. seen it possible. Palpy, he, yeah. he died, and he brought back multiple clones of himself. Right. He has right. Snoke. He, he has the whole clone troopers yeah, and everything. People were complaining about that, too. And I'm like, they never read uh, Dark Empire. And those uh, those books. I'm like, he did that exact same thing right. in that. It's like, why is it okay in comic form but not in the movie? I mean, why wouldn't you clone yourself? I was yourself? okay with it. I mean, if you, you know? clone yourself and somehow figure yeah. a way to upload your consciousness, that way, oh, yeah. I died while I'm coming back in this other body, why wouldn't you? Like, yeah. All right, well, here's a backup then, just in case. Right. But I, I think Disney's fault was... They hired Ryan Johnson. Now, I I don't mean that like Ryan Johnson makes bad movies and stuff like that. Knives Out was amazing. It was really good. You know, I'm not trying to trash the guy, but he had his own ideas of everything. And while they were different ideas, I don't think they were good and what fans wanted. And it's like, okay, so they're building Snoke in The, For in the Force Awakens. He's the big bad. They kill him off over... Like nothing. So, what do you do for your your tr ending trilogy, your big piece that's supposed to be your third act? I mean, what do you do? To be fair, you bring back the biggest bad in the Star Wars universe. To be fair, they did the same thing in the prequels with uh, Dooku. They build him up and then immediately kill him off. Right. And that was episode, that was episode uh, three, three, right? Yeah. Like oh, so two. He's fighting. He's fighting right. Yoda. Do this cool fight. Gets away. The first then, like ten minutes of episode three, dead. Yeah. So yeah. like. That is very Star Wars normal yes, to build up this character is. and kill him off. Darth Maul. Oh, this you, awesome guy. Dual lightsabers. You still you you didn't kill off your big bad though because the Emperor was still there. Anakin, you knew he was going to turn stuff like that. In this, once they killed off Snoke, Kylo Ren was the big bad. No one was buying it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm so, just saying though. In general, that's in pretty. In general, it is. I agree. Pretty with you, it is Star Wars. So, if you look at the Mandalorian, they're using. Luke, in a way, he's building his temple that gets burned down by Kylo Ren. They're seeing the construction of it, so it's more accepting in the in the sequels. So there's they're bridging that gap, and I, they did that with Obi Wan between uh, Episode three and four. Well, and in Mandalorian, there is no real big bad. It's no. It it's is a father and son against yeah. the universe. It is them going on adventures. So I mean, we get to see Boba Fett riding a giant rancor in the book of Boba Fett. That. I liked it. Right. These shows and movies have their faults. I go into them wanting to enjoy them, you know, and I think that's what's lost on a lot of Star Wars fans. They're not going in to enjoy. They're going in to criticize. Star Wars fans are the best fans and the worst fans at Agreed. the same time. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. But, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Whether you love it yep. or hate it. Like, oh. Right. Original trilogy, everything else is garbage. Or, oh, I was raised with the prequel trilogy. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely was raised with prequels. Same I here. mean, I was 10 years old when I was episode one came out. It was in 99. 99. So I was 13, I think. 14, maybe. So I was a teenager through all of those. I still like the original trilogy better. Same. But. But you I, watch that even when, when you're even younger, though. Exactly. And I still enjoyed the prequel. So, yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch the prequels. It's been yes, a long time since I've seen it. I watched, uh, it was on TV a while back. It was uh, Revenge of the Sith, which is probably the best of the trilogy. I would agree with that without having seen it recently. I think some of the biggest stuff in the prequel trilogy was the dialogue. Well, that's because George Lucas did all, did everything. In the original trilogy, he had big plot points and they had yeah. other directors and writers fill in the gaps yeah. and make the story great. Uh, with the prequels, it was all George. And they don't have the best human emotions and human dialogue. No, they really don't. I mean, the story is still Even there. Even Natalie Portman was a bit dry in all of those. I mean, Natalie Portman I she's a good actress. flirting with a nine-year-old is weird, no matter yeah. what. 
Like, right. Cause it was, cause she was Padme in all three, wasn't she? Yeah. So yes, she, they made her look younger in episode one, but still like, yeah, we get, it's only a, he's nine and she's 14. Thank you. Uh, weird Al. Um, so it's only a five year age difference, but it's still a teenager to a nine year old. Yeah. Like that's still weird. Yeah. Now, if it's, you know, a 20 year old and a 25 year old don't care at all. But when it's that young of prepubescent yeah. and pro-pu- you know, post puberty, like that's weird. Yeah. But whatever it is what it is. But there's a story. Look, Game of Thrones. Actually, read the books. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that. <laughs> so, but but yeah, yeah. Overall, with Obi Wan, I thought it was fine. Yeah, um, I liked. I loved the stuff with Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fact that you like, just never see them do much other than the original movie where they're talking about, you know, talking over their blue milk and right. breakfast. And in the comics they, we've seen. Yeah. Which that is one, again, continuity error. We talked about the Diary of Obi-Wan or the Journal of Obi-Wan uh, a couple weeks ago where Owen was like, no, stay away. This is my job. Versus in the movie or the show, he was like, oh, yeah, come on over. I need, I, you know, I need your help. Sure. Whatever. Like that's yeah. kind of like, hmm. yep. But I, you got to see them going to protect Luke against a Force user, and they unloaded everything they had against. The, and Baru was ready. She knew this day was yeah. coming. She didn't know who, but she knew someone. So she yeah. had the gun hidden and everything. Like yep. that was cool but to they see. Put up a heck of a fight. Yeah. You know, and just showed that they truly did love Luke. So my they were hard on him at times, I think, but I mean, they, what parent isn't that I mean, they're on a farm, right? You know, you have to do the chores on a farm or otherwise your farm's going to fail. So the one problem I have to point out with the final episode of the season. So, you know, what's her name? The third sister is coming in. She's going to kill Luke. She knows that he's there hunting him down. And who's there to protect Luke? Owen and Ben. Or yeah, Owen and Baru. Uh, where's Bail Organa? Because I believe in episode one, he's like, hey, uh, Obi-Wan's like, yeah, you know, I got someone's got to look after Luke. Yes, you need help getting Leia, but I'm looking after Luke. That's, that's my job. And, uh, oh, Bail comes to Tatooine to get Obi-Wan like, all right, here, I'm here. Someone's watching over him. It's fine. Go, go save Leia. So I'm under the impression at that point, okay, Bail is staying on Tatooine. Check it out, Luke. Yeah. Uh, later, when he's there trying to escape, there's no there's bail or god at all. He's no longer on Tatooine. Yeah. He's gone. I have to rewatch that to see what I was the... like. Oh, he lived up to his name. He bail or goned on Luke. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, well, I gotta get to back to work. This is taking longer than a day. So, peace out. Like, oh, but then when the third sister shows up, yeah, he's not gonna do a whole great job yeah. put up the fight. He's still need Obi Wan, but like. He's just gone? Yeah. What the crap, dude? Like, you agreed to stick around. Yeah, but even later, when he does that transmission, it's, if I don't hear from you soon, I'm going to go look after the boy. Right. So, like he said again, But you said you should be looking after the boy. And also, when they say, hey, go radio radio silent, that doesn't mean call me. That means leave me alone. Do not speak until spoken to. Shut up, Bail Organa. I don't care who you are. Shut up. Yep. But. Um, I loved... Uh, PTSD-ridden, guilt-ridden Obi-Wan at the beginning. Yeah. Cut off from the Force, buried his lightsabers, not going to touch it, you know. And and there's a lot of similarities between him and sequel trilogy Luke. Yeah. I know people are like, oh, well, Luke had a bad dream. Obi-Wan went through this whole trauma and everything. Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean, Luke did have a bad dream, but also Luke stopped himself. Yes. And then he saw the horror, like, what was I about to do? Yeah, and... And that scared yeah. he, he was scared straight. Yeah. Obi-Wan, sure he lived through worse, but that's he wasn't scared straight. He's like, oh, I'll keep on pursuing everything. It took Obi-Wan to lose everything to stop. It took Luke saying, Oh no, this is too much. Luke was too sensitive to yeah. the force at that point, I think. That's yeah. why he turned himself off. He's like, no, no, this is too much. Yeah. I need to cut cut and run. Yep. And then his whole school, everything he built, the kids don't everything. died, everything was burnt. So at that point he's like, All right, well that's that's I'm out. Like I yeah. need to be done. So I know some people are like, oh, how you know it's not the same. One degree is worse. Yes. However, don't. It's like don't criticize someone on how to mourn. Don't criticize on someone how to suffer. I guess too. Yeah. Like oh, well, you should just 
suck it up. He had it worse. Just because he had it worse doesn't mean he didn't have it bad. Right. Like, Luke still had it bad. It wasn't as bad as Obi-Wan, right. sure. I, I think they should have gone in a whole different direction with Luke a little bit more. I was okay with him, his, everything he built being destroyed and everything. Just, <laughs> You're okay with everyone dying. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. But I, I think they should have gone the different route. Luke... In, from the end of Return of the Jedi, because that's really the last time we've seen him other than novelizations and stuff like that. But he's like, okay, I see the good in Vader and stuff like that, but he's just going to have a bad dream and go try to murder his his nephew. I mean, at that point, Luke had never yeah. really dealt with anything bad on him, though. He'd only yeah. dealt with, oh, I'm dealing with your bad, with your bad, with your bad. Oh, no, this is my bad now. Like, that's a good point. He, he never dealt with his own bad at that point. That's a good point. Until then. And then, yes, of course, he lost his old Jedi thing. My biggest problem with the sequel, Luke, is, oh, the lightsaber, throw it away if it's garbage. Like, I get you shutting yourself off from the Force and all that, but to just throw it away, like, you are throwing away, you're saying with that scene as a filmmaker, hey, everyone else that loved these movies growing up, it's garbage now. This is what matters now. Right. That level of disrespect is what got to me. That's what The Last Jedi felt like in general in certain spots. It's like the Mary Poppins Leia scene. Really? Well, it it just it started. It was so out of place. But it just it started with the hi. You know, you've been waiting yeah. to see his reaction to this, and he throws it away. Like, oh, hey, I have this, you know, million dollar toy. Look at this. Oh, cool. It's me. Free. Thank you. Garbage. I don't care. Yeah. Like that level of disrespect. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the movie was fine, and the series, yeah, and the trilogy was fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it is it's, again to each their own. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So, that but, is our quick take on Star Wars, I yeah. guess. So, uh, other uh, things going on? Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel. I have um, not watched I, today's episode neither yet. Neither have I. And I I actually think I'm behind on last week's, too. Uh, I like Ms. I'll be honest. I like Ms. Marvel better than I did Obi-Wan. I'm more excited for it. I think it's more entertaining. Um, I liked Obi-Wan better, but... But you're uh, a Star I'm Wars fan. Star fanboy. Wars fan, so, so and, you know. And I'm a fan of Star Wars, too, but I'm not... You're not, I'm, I'm not a fanboy. Yeah, I'm a fan. Right. So it's like you can be a fan of Star Trek versus being Trekkie. You're right. a Star Wars fan versus Star Wars fanboy. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ms. Marvel, though, for me, there's more stuff going on that there are still some weird things, but it's okay. I'm okay with it. It's yeah. cool to see a new character. I'm using quotes on this. A new character that most people don't know and see that whole, you know, position in life. Everything in Marvel up to this point, uh, for the most part, white dude fighting big bad guy, they they defeat him by just punching him down. This is, okay, a teenage girl that is of a Muslim heritage and of religion and doing her own thing, like learning how, it's a coming of age story. Yeah, very much so. And learning, okay, where do I fit in, you know, my school society, you know, I'm already a girl and a minority in this big city that I'm not popular, I'm nerdy, where do I belong? Oh, now i got these powers also. How do I manage all this juggling act? I love how when she first got it, like, she walked in the school like, yeah. Like, a whole attitude change. Like, yeah. I am basically the power of a god right now. I'm not scared of anybody anymore. I'm cooler than all y'all. I love that walk through the hallway that she yeah. did. Yeah, this it's definitely made for younger viewers but it's still what for I am. But I'm it's still, still for enjoying it. For me... To compare it to Stargirl is the best comparison I have. That was on CW. Mm-hmm. That one is, in my opinion, fully directed towards teenage girls with the teenage CW drama, whatever. Yep. Ms. Marvel, it's for everybody. Yeah. Like, yes, there are some things that I don't relate to. Right. But I don't care. I, I still, get a message. still enjoy it. And I still get the message what they're going for yeah. out of that. Yeah. Like, oh, I haven't lived that, you know... Uh, the government coming into my house, blah, blah, blah. But I have related to an authority telling me what to do when they shouldn't be, or I don't think they should be. Yeah. I, so I get that message out of that through yeah. the different way. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, I loved the uh, convention scene. Just seeing all the Easter eggs and stuff they put in there. And the showing the booths. It shows the MCU as a real world where, right. okay, this is how civilians would treat this whole thing. Like yeah. our first ever Avengers Con because – Let's celebrate our heroes. Let's, of course, if we had real heroes, of course people would cosplay all the time yeah. and have costume contests and have their own thing. That's really cool. 
Uh, last week's episode was the wedding. I don't, did you? No, I, okay. I, I missed that. One. There was a wedding, which was, it was really cool to see all of that impact too. And everything. Yeah. It's just, it's a fun show that when Obi-Wan and Ms. Marvel were both on, I was like, okay, well, we'll watch Obi-Wan and then we get to watch Ms. Marvel. And I mean, you heard me for, on the podcast before when it first came out, like, ah, I'm not sure if I'm going to look forward yeah. to it. Like, oh, I'll watch it. And after three episodes, no, I'm hooked. I'm really digging it. Uh, when we get done with this podcast tonight and I'm done editing, I'm probably going to go upstairs and watch it. Yeah, once I get home, those are, I'm going to watch the latest two episodes. Because, I mean, A, why not? And B, it's been good. Yep. Uh, and the other big show we're, we were talking about before the podcast is The Boys. Uh, season not made three. for uh, younger audiences. No, <laughs> it is a hard R. Um, I'm not even going to say the title of the previous episode other than it was a free comic day issue last year and we had issues with that. Like, really? That's the book you're giving away? Yeah. In hindsight, it kind of makes sense now since that was the episode that came out this week with this season, but it's still a poor choice in my opinion. Yeah, for free comic book day. I yeah. thought it was. Uh, if you want to know what we're talking about, just IMDb, the boys, you'll see one of those names are not like the other for the episode titles and you'll yeah. see why. Um. Very graphic. Very graphic. Not a feel-good story at all. No. I think Jensen Ackles is doing a good job as Soldier Boy, the Captain America-esque character who's- I would almost say Winter Soldier more than Captain America. Almost, yeah. A man-out-of-time type of character. And brainwashed and yeah. messed up by the Russians. And Yep. Um, very graphic. <laughs> yeah, very graphic. I've been enjoying it, but it's it's like of, the the last one I watch of well, the ones I'm excited for. Uh, I was uh, listening to G4 earlier this week, and they said, all right, there's two different types of shows you watch. There's the we shows, like, hey, I'll watch with my family or couples or who, or whoever, versus the me show. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan, Ms. Marvel, those are definitely we shows. Like, sure, yep. we can watch together. The boys... No, that's a me show. Like yeah. Laura has no interest in that. I'll, I'll watch it without her, and she doesn't care. Uh, yeah, she'll she may look at the TV like walking by, like what? Okay, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> for me, like I, it's not. It's weird. It's not a, a good show, but it's a good show. Right. <laughs> it's like oh, yep. It's a guilty pleasure ish, but I don't know. It's it's weird to describe. But yeah. other than it's a me show, it's, it's not. Like, a, I've been enjoying it, but it's like, it's it, not. It's not like. Hey, let's go watch it together. Right. Let's go to the, you know, like, hey, Jared, Friday, we, we both get off work, come over and watch. Like, no, nah, we can watch it on our own time. Yep. Because, and then we can kind of just talk about right, it. Right. Because there are some things like it's just uncomfortable to see, to yeah. watch like, with another watch person in the room that. with. <laughs> it's like, how do I react to this normally? You know, right. Or something. Like, so. oh, that looks cool. But also, oh, holy crap, that's gross. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, they just got renewed for fourth season also. They yeah. announced that a couple weeks ago. So, yep. good on them. It's been it's been solid yeah. overall. Yeah, there's a lot of shows coming out that are out right now or coming out soon. Uh, Invincible, I'm excited for season two whenever that comes out. Uh, Umbrella Academy, I'm still working through that right now as well. Yeah, I just finished that uh, two days ago. And that's the third season. Third season. Um, so I'm, I need to get into that more. Um, the One of the books we'll talk about later on, 8 Billion Genies, just got picked up for Amazon, I believe, also. Yeah, and it's on issue two. It's issue two. Uh, last week, we talked about Calculated Man, I think last week, two weeks ago, and that's got picked up by Hulu also. Okay, I was I was thinking you had told me that one did, but I couldn't remember for sure. I mean, I think at this point, it's very easy to say. Hollywood's like, all right, instead of coming up with original ideas, let's just take someone else's idea. Yeah. Hey, and... hey, you're writing this book. Let me option it for a show. I don't know if it's going to last or not, but hey, we don't. We can just adapt your story into whatever, and we don't have to come up with our own story because you're doing something that already selling. There's already yeah. an audience for it. Let's roll with it. Yep. Um, I hope that they don't get the guys, people like the guys that did uh, Game of Thrones, because once they ran out of source material, it went downhill. Right. Like, not that it wasn't enjoyable. I didn't agree with everything they they did and how some things turned out, but it was still a decent show right i mean it's a show i can still watch if i started it tomorrow i could watch it all the way to uh, berserker by keanu when issue one came out they said all right netflix picked it up also it's a 12 issue comic book series netflix picked it up and i think it's a bi-monthly series so yeah. it's every other month the issue even comes out so like they're really dragging that out. i feel like they're dragging out the comic book to by the time it gets done the show will be ready yeah i feel like that's what they're doing could be um just because it was like monthly monthly 
every two months. I think now it's like every three months. Like, mm, what would have changed? Oh, you're making a show. That's what it yep. is. Which, I mean, it is what it is. It's yeah. fine. Yep, that's fine. But, yeah, it, anymore, like, Walking Dead is the best example. What is the heyday of the show? Oh, they made a comic book out of the show? No. Yeah, no. The comic was out way earlier. comic book started in 2003. Yeah. The show which, started in 2012, I want to say. Which I still complain about that show. Yeah, but either way. Either way, it was popular. I, The show was good. Don't get me wrong. I'll, the books it. I'll trash it, but it's just because... I went into it so excited, I think, and they did 40 minutes on what the comic wrapped up in three well, days, and it, I was like, this is boring. It's similar, but inverse to how you feel about Why the Last Man. The show, you love the show. For me, I was like, it's okay. They added too much stuff. It was too boring. I can see why people didn't like it. They tried to modernize quite a bit of it, and the comic Which, came out in 20 years ago. I mean, you can modernize it. My problem with the show is, okay, modernize it, Fine. However, when the story is about Yorick, I don't care about story B and C where where the A story with Yorick is a competing story. Like it gets a third or a quarter of the showtime of the whole episode. Yeah. I don't like that. I get like it, one episode it, here or there, like all right, a random one or of yeah, this other character. It did cool. it some in the comics, but the comics focused on Yorick. It was, it's Yorick's story. Yeah. And the show, season one, they probably covered the first two issues of the comic book. I mean, that's yeah. the whole season. They just yeah. stretched out that much. Yep. So it's similar, in my opinion, to The Walking Dead. Like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. The book did it way better. Right. So. The book, I mean, I'll rave on the book all day, you right. know, but so. Yeah. So uh, this is a weirder topic than normal, but again, I'm going to say thanks, Fandomonious, for being the uh, inspiration. So I'm going to plug them again. There we go. Um, if you're looking for another podcast, a nerdy podcast, where it's discussions like this, but with other people, and sometimes we're on their show, uh, either in their uh, Twitch comments or just even on the show itself. We are so we are on, friends with them. I don't know if it's the latest episode anymore, but I was on their last episode when they were at the uh, convention in Piqua. I I think I don't I, think they I don't think they published since. that one yet. Oh, haven't they? Uh, well, let me see. They did one two days ago, which was the final episode we want. So they haven't published the one that you were on yet. I don't think. Okay. Gotcha. So by I the know time they posted a picture, so or probably something this online. week they'll probably have it up. We'll yeah, see. this it week or next fun. week, whenever they decide to publish it. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Fandomonious. If you've not, like I said, I'll plug them again. And they're it's a good podcast. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I enjoy listening to theirs. So yeah, that is our theme for this week: is our take on fan, how Fandomonious does pop culture stuff. There we uh, go. <laughs> so moving on, we'll talk about books that came out this week, Wednesday, June 29th, twenty ninth, twenty twenty two. Heavy Star Wars week. Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, and Han Solo and Chewie came out. There, and Crimson Rain. And Crimson Rain, yep. Uh, yeah. So, why don't you go first? Jared, what is one of the books that stood out to you this week? Not a Star Wars book. Not, even though it was a Star Wars heavy book, these other books were that much better. They're probably your picks also. We're going to have some overlap here, yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go with it. Um, Want to do 8 Billion Genies first? <laughs> 8 Billion Genies. Issue two out of eight. And as we mentioned earlier, it is a coming soon to be a Amazon Prime TV series at some point, I'm guessing. I don't know if it's live action or animated. I didn't look into it that deep. I just saw just, Amazon picked it yeah, up as a show. I'm, I'd be okay with this being animated. I think that would kind of... I'd be okay with it being a movie even. Yeah. It would almost be cheaper to be... I want to be how, I want them to do it how or similar to uh, Invincible. Do it animated. Yeah, same here, but like... Because the CGI would be nuts. Yeah, it, it, or either that or they would cut stuff out completely. Yes. Like there's... Uh, uh, somebody made a wish. He was an assembly, an auto assembly line worker, and he wished for a Carosaurus. Basically a dinosaur a God, car. A, a, a Godzilla mech, basically. Yeah, pretty much, but it's like a, out of car parts and stuff like that. It's only in there for one panel, but it looks cool. It's a cool wish. Um, but to to CGI this plus everything else, I mean, it would be a lot. I don't to make to CGI it and it look good. Yeah, you can CGI it, but it has to be within yeah. a budget to make it look good too. Yeah, especially for an eight episode or eight issue series to make that into a show or anything. Like that's a big budget for something that right. would only do one season theoretically. Right. 
But uh, again, um, I like the first page where it says human population, 7 billion, 202 million. Genie population, 6 billion, 504. That means, you know, almost a billion wishes have done, been, been, uh, been used already. in the first eight first hours. First eight hours. Yeah. So, but we get a little bit more dialogue with the genies in this. I kind of like what they're doing. Uh, the genies are basically saying, yeah, you can save your wish, do whatever. Um, and we're figuring out the rules of the wishes yes. also. Like, hey, if uh, I wish the United States is the number one country in the world, but at the same point, China wishes theirs to be the number one. Well, they cancel each other out, so yeah. it's a it's a moot point at that point. Right. If somebody wishes for a zombie apocalypse and somebody wishes for world peace, they cancel each other out. And the genies themselves, they said, we don't like really, you know, worldwide wishes. We like more individual stuff because it's yeah. easy to keep track of. Yep. What do you mean who's keeping track of? Like, oh, don't worry about that. Like, yeah. we're we've, getting more we've of got a- it handled. Yeah, more of a dialogue of, okay, you can ask the genies questions. You can figure out the rules yeah. of this. Yep. Um, why are they doing this? What's going yep. on? But they will. They basically say, we know why everything is, but we're not going to tell you unless you wish it. Right. I, I'm like, that's kind of cool, <laughs> you know? It's like, you could waste your wish and find out why. Maybe there is something going on. And, I don't know. And there's a couple in here that they each have their own genie. Like, hey, we sh- we need to go there. Well, if it's not safe there, well, okay, I'll wish my wish to go there. Then if it's bad, you use your wish to wish us back here where we know it's safe because the owner of the bar said this whole place is protected, which is brilliant. Yeah. To say, nope, safe. This is my safe space. And obviously yeah. and it's extra brilliant because it shows that he was prepared for some sort of event. Yeah. He was a prepper. Yeah. Uh, it, it just. It's really cool. Um, written by Charles Soule, art by Ryan Brown, the same people that did Curse Words, which I got my hardcover. It came in today. That has the whole entire series. I'm excited to read all of that. Um, it's just a really cool hardcover that just looks amazing. Um, that has It's a genie that has a talking koala. If you have questions, let me know. I'll help you out with that more. Uh, but this book, I like this is the first one was the hook. The first issue, like, okay, yeah. chaos ensues. This one, okay, now you got the hook out of chaos. Here are the ground rules. Yeah. And I like how they did that. It's they like, did it very well. Because, yeah, the hook to get you in, okay, oh, well, these are the rules. Hmm, how am I going to do that? But did the, I got to ask, did the first one come out in May? Because uh, it feels like this was not a full month wait. It came out, uh, I don't know. I know it was when Adrian was on the podcast because he didn't read it that, that week and we did the week after we asked the questions, okay, if you could wish for anything, what would you wish for? So that was probably three weeks ago, potentially. Three or five weeks. Uh, Something like that. I, I'll okay. give it a quick Google. How about that? Yeah. But it just, when you said, hey, did you get, you know, I didn't I didn't have it on my pool yet. It is now. But uh, I missed it. And you said, did you get 8 million genies? I'm like, oh, going back to the wall instantly. There it is. You know. Uh, looks like May... 11th-ish is when I'm seeing. Oh, so it was six weeks almost. Yeah, it was actually supposed wow. to come out. Yeah, originally published May 11th. It was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, but I think there was a printing issue or a typo thing that they got pulled. That oh. It got delayed a couple weeks okay. for issue two. But it just didn't feel like it had, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. No, I, I think that so. part of that's credit to the story of it caught our attention how initially yeah. too, like, oh, this is such a unique story. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I'm really digging it. It's two issues out. We have both of them right now. Uh, one of our retailer groups that we're part of said, hey, just so you all know, scalp, beware of scalpers because it got picked up for a TV show. Like, oh, well, thanks for the heads up. Yep. So, yeah, 8 Billion Genies, number one. Um, number two. Or number one and two. One and two. There we go. Uh, one of my picks this week will be Seven Secrets, issue number 18. It is the final issue of Seven Secrets. We talked about the first volume a few weeks ago as well. Um, written by our favorite Tom Taylor, where there are these seven secrets that can cause some mystical, magical things. Um, and you found out in issue 17, the one of the secrets was that Caspar, the protagonist, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert, is a god. Uh, um, and you've in this one, there's some revelations with the other secrets and what the what it means with all that, and there's some chaotic stuff in here. But I'm excited to reread the entire series and trade um, because admittedly around the middle, I fell off. I was like, okay, what what's going on here? Why? I feel like this is going to read wonderfully in one giant omnibus, all 18 issues. 
Um, it, it was really good. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm excited for more of it if they ever do more. Because, yeah, they said this is the final issue. But I'm hoping they might do a sequel of Eight Secrets or a prequel of Six Secrets. We'll do we'll Oceans this, <laughs> where they did Oceans 11, 12, 13, and then Eight. I think they went back to the Eight for the prequel, but then they didn't do any more because it didn't do well. But who knows? Uh, so, yeah, Seven Secrets by Tom Taylor and crew uh i know he, i know he throws a fit online if people don't mention the artists and stuff because they're just as important uh danielle did nucleo and dukeshire and walter Biamonte. i think if i pronounce any of those names correct i i'm sorry tom taylor i tried uh so what is next on your list jared um i'm thinking um if you want to do this one i'm gonna sure. go with um i'm just gonna hit all three star wars books um, Darth Vader, number 24, it, uh, has been following where he's, uh, with Sabe, uh, Padme's handmaiden who recognized him as Anakin. Uh, they're going on a mission together and he's with his, if you remember in last issue, he met up with, uh, Kitster and I can't think of the other guy's name, but his friends from episode one, they were the, his sitting there with the pod racing. Um, it's them grown up now so they don't know he's anakin you know but he knows who for they a certain are. point of view he's anakin yeah anakin is dead at this point right but uh they're all basically going on a mission together against a group of crimson dawn or something i don't remember crimson or rain crimson rain whatever uh crimson dawn's the group right but this is the, the crimson rain yeah. story arc so it was good I've been enjoying the Vader stuff here recently. It's been pretty good. Um, Han Solo and Chewbacca is number three. Uh, Han Solo has run into his so-called father. We don't know if it's his dad. We think it is because there's last week or last week, last issue, they had uh, some flashback issues and both remember them and were talking about them. So we're pretty sure it is his father. Um, there's more hijinks and everything going on. So... Han Solo and Chewbacca number three has been good, and Obi Wan number two. Um, that kind of they released this along with the show. How about that? What are the odds? You know? And this is a flash. This yeah, one this is, is flashback, more flashback right? stuff. It basically starts off with old Ben sitting in his uh, hut on Tatooine, writing stuff down, and um, it's when he did a flashback. He's on a mission with Qui Gon. The first issue was when he was a Padawan. Yeah. Was he still a Padawan in this flashback? Yes, as, but he has Qui-Gon as his master in this. So it's the two of them going on in, in, in adventure together, not just him as a Padawan in general. So, But it was pretty good. The, so far, the Obi-Wan series has been solid. All right. So, And my other pick of the week would be Public Domain. See, I know this won't be easy. The writer and the artist is all Chip Zdarsky. See, it's easy when it's only one person. Um, This story, it is, is, now that I've read it, it does look like what the cover shows. Uh, Because it makes sense. I don't want to give spoilers because it's kind of major. But it looks like it's going to be a superhero story. And it is from a certain point of view. This is not an action-adventure book. This is a drama through and through at this point with a little a few elements of comedy to it. Yeah. Um, where it is this character called Eminent Domain where you find out that it's based off of a comic book series where the writer still has all the money for creating it. The artist who co-created it doesn't have anything. Like, he has no money, no credit, nothing. Like, oh, he's just still on the con circuit, you know, doing autographs, blah, blah, blah. The writer is this... Rich guy that has an assistant, you know, he's out sunbathing, doing nothing, just resting on the laurels. The comic book series got turned into a motion picture, and there's some drama going on. It follows the artist and his family. Like, what's going to go on with this? Um, It's a bit of a slow burn, but I did like the world building. This one did yes. a good world building of, oh, so in a world where some people happen to make comic books into movies, happen to make money, hmm. Uh, this is this isn't meta at all, and this isn't commentary on the industry at all, is it? Uh, of who gets credit for what, and where does that leave people off? Um, but it's really cool. And who owns the rights to what? Is it a publisher company? Is it the creators themselves? Who owns what? Where? Like, for an example, for modern times, modern-ish, if Stanley was still alive, does Stanley get money for all the stuff he created? 
technically no, because while he created it, Marvel Marvel owned it. owned it because he created it under them. And this is a very similar thing where let's just say for the sake of the argument, this Marvel owns the company owns the property versus this Stan Lee doesn't necessarily. But there has a, a good play on that. Like, okay, I get that you own you know, you give me the check to make this, but I created it ultimately. I should I'm not saying I get, you know, one hundred percent of the money off of it, but shouldn't you get something out of it right. for coming up with these iconic characters? Eh, sorry about your luck. That's capitalism. Too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is the only, oh, the Stan Lee is great, but the Steve Ditko, who also created it, isn't getting anything out of it. Well, this sucks. And they're equal, just as equal, if not more so important, because comic books, what separates comic books from regular books? It's the art. Yep. I mean, the story can be great, but if there's not the art there, it doesn't get you in. Yep. Um, and it's really cool to see where this is going to go. There is a pretty major twist at the end that I subscribed to the series. After I read it, I was like, yeah, I want to read more of this. I want to see where this is going. I do too. Because I'm curious. And again, it is not, uh, oh, I'm super excited. It has action. Like, no, no, it's a drama. And it's, I- I'm excited to see where it's going to go with that because of how, Chip Zdarsky is going to put his take on the industry as a whole yeah. into this book. Uh, so, yeah, that is public domain, uh, number one. And if you are, if you ever read uh, Sex Criminals, for me, I was really like, well, because I didn't look at the cover, uh, I saw the title, I didn't see who wrote it. I was like, I don't typically pay attention to that. I want to judge a book by itself. And then I was moving with it. I was like, man, this art looks really familiar. Okay, I got to see. Oh, that's why. Yep. Uh, he has this. Specific style, it definitely looks looks like it could be within that same universe. Yeah, it was very good. Um, if it wasn't going to be your pick, that was probably going to be mine. Yeah, so. it was, it's a fun one. It's weird because we can't say a whole lot because of the twist at the end. But yeah. we can give you the premise that yes, the comic book creators, one guy got all the money from it, the other guy didn't, and let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so those are the books that came out this week that stood out to us. Uh, Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. What stood out to you, the listener? Let us know. Um, moving on to the next segment, our book club book, which is uh, Stray Dogs. If you don't want spoilers on that and you want to stop listening before we continue on, next week we'll be dissecting Civil War, the heavily controversial book amongst the podcast here. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'll put it that way. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, you'd listen to a couple of old podcasts or tune in next time. <laughs> who knows? Your opinion may change. Our opinions may change. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's been a while since I've it's, read it. It's been, I, I think I read it about a year and a half ago. It's so. been a while since I've read it too. So we'll see what happens. And we're just doing the main Just the main story, trade of Civil War. Yep. Which is issues one through seven, I think. Uh, I'm I'm pulling it up right now. If I can type right, civil, not Sybil. Uh, yes, issues one through seven. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Stray Dogs. Have you read that before, Jared? Or never not? read it before? Okay. Uh, what's your overall opinion on it? I liked it. It was fun. It was a good twist. It was a it was a light read. It was there it was, was a, it wasn't dialogue heavy. It was a lot of dogs talking to each other, so the dialogue was kind of short to the point. You know, not any huge words. Uh, uh, the premise of the story was an overall hook when you explained it to me last week. Basically, this guy is going out and murdering people. He's a serial killer. He's a serial killer, and then. He basically adopts the dog of the people he killed. That's his trophy is the dog. Yeah. That's supposedly a thing that serial killers, they have trophies of their kills. Yeah. This is his, is the dogs. And the dogs don't seem to remember their past lives once they get adopted and put into this environment. One dog does remember a little bit until, but she forgets once, you know. So she basically goes to one of the other dogs and is like, hey, he killed my lady. You know, the, he's a the, bad guy. The next day she forgets, like, what do you mean she he killed my lady? What are you talking about? I don't know where I am. Yeah, but then he goes to get the scarf of the lady that the murderer had killed and brought it to the dog, and the dog, it refreshed the memory, you know. So it was really good in that aspect. And then they kind of broke into certain areas they're usually not allowed in of the house, and they start seeing pictures of their old, old masters and... Stuff like that. So they're all starting to remember what happened to their owners. Well, and to me, like, 
the first issue specifically is very gaslighty. Like yes. all the other dogs, are like no, you're crazy. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. He would never do that. He's fine. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Master. He treats us well. And they start waking up, like oh, oh wait, maybe not. And they start put the evidence together, and uh, I don't know. I just love the whole no, no, you're you're crazy. That never happened. He's he's a great guy. Yeah, you're crazy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, I just love that social aspect of it too. Like you're not the crazy person. You're the sane person while still being a little bit crazy because she kept forgetting everything yeah. too. Uh, the animate the. Animation of this looks really cool too. Yeah, very, the, very cartoony. Very, very classic cartoony. Yes. It reminds me of classic um, Looney Tune adventures. Yeah. Uh, um, Roadrunner, uh, Coy- well, Dalmatians. Yeah. You know, some of the older Disney animal type drawings. Yeah. Uh, 101, I think, yeah. 101 is the yeah. best way to put it. Or Lady and the Tramp, even. Lady and the Tramp, yeah. And that, not just because their dogs are talking, but. Old, but, old Bugs Bunny, I could kind of see. But they have kind of anthropomorphized faces, too. Like, they have their own identity, but it's very, oh, when this dog is sad, it has the droopy eyes. Like, you can yeah. see the eyebrows chain. Like, yes, animals do that, but not to this degree that they, these are over-emoting. Right. Like, it reminds me of that a lot. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it's a cool mystery, too. Like, okay, especially as a reader, we know early on as a reader, this dude's a bad dude. Right. Like, he is... There's something going on with him. We don't necessarily know what. Um, and then, you know, issue two. Oh, well, yeah. He Well, I mean, no, I'm seeing issue one where he killed the owner and she's trying to tell everyone else what's going on. So we know early on. What I really enjoy, too, is they don't show the humans' faces. Not until the, yeah. Uh, not until the very not until end. The very, very end where they end up killing the serial killer. Now, of course, Unfortunately, there is some tragic loss along the way where some of the other dogs died. The, uh, the Dalmatian, I can't remember the Dalmatian's name, uh, but uh, he kind of got into the owner's stuff and found out that the owner had killed his previous master. Where they ha- where the the serial killer has the, tro- the legit trophies yeah. where he mounted other dogs that had died, yeah. their heads in this room, and like, oh no, that's his true trophy. Right. So so he takes him out to this, this like... Uh, Shed. shed shoots him behind the shed but then before, skins him well before we see another dog taken out there and they're like that's the punishment right and that dog survived but it was, it got, you it got shuts the door and you it just bang across the page right like, oh the next thing is you see a skin of a dalmatian hide on the right on the line and you're like oh no. yeah it's, it got sad yeah um it got sad if you care about animals i'll put it that way yeah um and the one dog that was the champion for the owner, like, no, he's a good owner. He's a good owner. He redeemed himself by busting out all the other dogs for free. Yep. And sacrificing, sacrificing himself. to get attention of the other people by like diving into traffic. So it caused yeah. a car wreck, a car jam and everything. And you see this guy bleeding, the killer bleeding out because the way the dog bit him on the neck. Yep. And I mean, Credit-ish to the owner yeah. where he's a, he's a survivor. He right. got bit the jugular, survived enough to go down the stairs, got shoved down the stairs by the other dog. Yep. And, like, he's still doing his thing. Like, I mean, that's a will he's to a survive. Tough guy. yeah. And then eventually he, 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 bleeds, he collapses, bleeds out. Yeah. I love when the cops show up at the end. Yeah, and the police dog. The there. police dog is there. He's like, "Oh, finally, someone that yes. we can talk to." Like all these other humans, they are awful. They don't understand us. And he's like, "Go okay, check under right, the back porch." One at a time, folks. One at a time. And yeah, it was really cool to see that. And the happily ever after too that we get to see yeah. a post where yep. the do- two of the dogs, the main dogs, got rescued and like, oh, they met again in the dog park later. Yeah. The girl dog that was scared of everything is super ambitious, runs around, not afraid of anything. I mean, she lived through what the worst that she could at that yep. point. So sure, why wouldn't she? It was cool to see that reunion of like, oh, there's they have their happily ever after. Yeah, uh, it was a good read. It was fun. Um, I can see why it's if if you don't know, we're doing our bestsellers list. I can see why this is on our bestsellers list because it has that horror but cartoony. Yeah, and, uh, and it's I, a fun story. Well, not. It, it's a fun story. There, there's bad parts. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's got some sad. If you're a fan of horror films, but not horror, horror, like cheesy horror, yeah, this works out horror. well for that. Yeah, not not guts and blood everywhere. Even to the point where, uh, if you look at the end of the book, it has the variant covers inside as well. Yeah. Where it's Silence of the Lambs. I don't 
I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know all these references. Um, one is Annabelle, I think. Um, one's Friday the 13th. I'm pretty sure on that one. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of horror variant covers that are inside, which is just cool. Um, now they're doing Stray Dogs two right now. They is, did is Stray that Dogs two. There okay. was, was a two issue miniseries as a prequel to each dog of how they got okay how they got adopted by this guy. Okay, how he killed their owners. Yeah. So uh, I knew they had made it, or I knew they were. I couldn't remember where they were at. As far them. as I know, that's not collected. I mean, I would kind of hope now it's only two issues. Two issues. It's not even worth it at that point. But who knows what they may do? Yeah, maybe they'll release it in a oversized with this at could some be point. a special edition so, collector's yeah. edition even yeah yep uh so five out of five star rating one being awful five being great i would probably give it a five i enjoyed it the art was solid the story was good it was a light read it's self-contained it's self-contained exactly you don't need any follow-up or the like the prequel issues don't need them right i would give it a five out of five also because it was it was a fun read. Yeah. Um. It do, it does everything. Now there are some cheesy parts to it also, and some sad parts to it. But yeah. Uh, what was our argument about Obi Wan? It has no stakes in the game. Right. This one does. I mean. Right. Life was on the line, especially when the Dalmatian was skinned and everything. Right. It's like, oh, oof, who else are we gonna lose? You, you know. You would not see a skinned Dalmatian in the one hundred and one Dalmatians. No, you would not. <laughs> well, Adeline Cruella, what well, she did, but not, but they didn't not actually do this. it. No, they, they didn't actually do it. To do it. So. So yeah, uh, yeah. Now I, I, I would I say enjoyed that it. there's other books out there that are three of five, four of five that I like more. But for what this book is, five out of five all yeah. day long. Yeah, uh, I can sell this to anybody that likes horror. Yeah, even if you're like casually like, eh, a little bit, but not a whole lot. Okay, this is fine. Yeah, you know, like, just flip through the book, see the animation, the cartoon style of it, and everything. Like, oh, well, that's a cool yeah. look to it. It's a uh, well, it's a PG filter on a rated R subject is how I'm going to put it. Like, oh, <laughs> that's a good way to put it, actually. So, uh, it's a yeah. really good way to put it. So, yeah, I, we both give it five out of five. If you're a fan of horror in any way, shape or form, uh, Adam, since I pimped out your podcast earlier, if you haven't read this yet, make sure you read this one. I know you would like this one. Yeah. You and Shane would both like this one, Adam. Yeah. So, uh, and like I said, and most other people that it's a cool one. It's a one and done. It's not a huge commitment. Uh, I want to say it's like $15. I forget how much it is. That's not too bad. Um, but yeah, it's a low investment point. And it's well worth it. It's a good read. Yeah. So with that, we move on to the section that you always forget about oh, that I didn't worry about at the beginning. It. And that is the Hero of the Week, be it comic book or otherwise. Do you want me to buy you some time? Go for it. Uh, I'll buy you some time with, I'm going to say Laura is my Hero of the Week. Uh, even though she's not here, uh, because she's not here, she wanted to go with her brother to go pick up her sister-in-law from Europe and bring him home, bring her and her niece home. So good on you, Laura, for driving 12 hours to go to Newark, New Jersey, to fly a total of like 20 hours to get there and then do the same thing to get back. Uh, I felt like a jerk saying, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay home with the pets and take care of them and work. So good on you, Laura, for handling all that and and – Sub hero of the week, O'Brien, for going with her. So that way she's not just by herself. I mean, she's going there because of him from a certain point of view. Uh, but yeah, I want to say specifically though, Laura. Oh, and for, I've been cleaning the house this week and everything. It sucks. So good on you, Laura, for doing all that work normally too. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, who's your hero of the week now? I'm going to go with my mom. Um, I talked to you about it that I don't know if I've talked to it on the podcast at all, but my mom was in the hospital um, over Easter and everything. She just had a follow-up checkup this week. She does not need surgery. Excellent. That was so good news. That was good news that we were pretty happy with all of that. So I'm going to go with my mom. So she's recovering she's, well. She's yeah. taking it easy like she should. She's following yep. doctor's orders. Yep. And the doctors are giving a good uh, regiment to take care of that too. Yep. Yep. She's still not 100%, but, but hey, if, she's doing really well. If you don't have, if you can avoid surgery, I know typically that's the last resort to do surgery for yeah. any sort of operation. Like, all right, well, we'd rather treat it before cut it. Right. So if they're treating it and that's working out, then that's great to hear. Yep. So. so yeah. There we go. That'll be this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, if you have not shared this, please do so on your social medias. Heck, even if you had shared it, share it again because uh, we like talking and we like people listening to us talk. 
Um, and check, like I said, again, uh, I know we've plugged it like four or five times. If you haven't, folks, you really should listen to the Fandomonious podcast. It's a fun time. They they are live on Twitch. They're doing a lot of their shows on Twitch now, and that's fun too. You can have a direct live interaction with them. I don't want to do Twitch because that's even more work for me. Uh, I'm good on that, but I know they do. I know it's a passion project of Adams that he has fun doing it every week. Yeah. So uh, I'm more than happy to pimp their project also as well. So in the meantime, though, we'll be back next week. Barring any complications, again reading Civil War, and who knows what we'll talk about. Adrian's here. We'll probably talk for a long time. Yep. It is what it is. <laughs> but until then, we'll see you all next time. 